went to consulting and then said, you know what, I'm going to do this thing myself. I'm going to launch Reaply, helps companies, uh, helps school systems, anyone with assets, helps them manage it and trade easier, basically make more money on these, be more efficient. They launched, uh, again, 2015, now 14 customers doing about 16 grand a month in revenue, five team members in Chicago, 540 grand raise, hoping to raise another 1.5 million on a maybe six pre-sell, call it 12% of the company. Too early to talk about metrics like churn, CAC, revenue, and, uh, and things like that. But again, healthy growth right out of the bat. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Gary Cooper. He uh, launched his company in 2016 called Reaply, an asset man- exchange manager. It's the easiest way for professionals uh, for pr- professionals to share resources with anyone in their industry by connecting leading research institutions, Fortune 500 companies, startups, school systems, nonprofits, and organizations. In between, Reaply has created a is creating a shared economy for innovation. Gary, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, sir. All right. So tell us what the company does and what your business model is. How do you make money? Yeah. So basically we developed, um, we were changing a category, starting a category called asset exchange manager, which is basically a manager between an asset management system and an online marketplace. And the way that we make money is we sell this uh, asset exchange manager, AXM, to primarily right now to organizations that do research. Um, they pay us a subscription monthly for its use. And then we also make money when an asset is sold from one organization to another on our system. What's an example, Gary, of an asset like that that would be sold? Yeah, so it could be something like a microscope. It could be some heavy equipment like things you might find like a drill or a mill, all the way to kind of specialized biologics and chemicals. Interesting. So like a school, a school might use you. And when they want to buy new microscopes for their fifth grade science class, instead of just turning them over to the government, they'll put them all through your system and maybe make some money on them. Exactly. And, and, or a company would say, instead of selling our stuff to a corporate auctioneer, we can sell it to a local university, local charter school, so they can make better use of it. Interesting. Okay. What do they pay you on average per month to use the technology? So corporations tend to pay us about $10,000 a month. And again, it's it's primary use cases that kind of increase internal asset visibility and utilization. So one of the things that we talked with our clients a lot about is using Reaply as the first step of procurement. So you can imagine if you're at Google um, or if you're at Intel or a big company, it's very likely you might purchase something that someone else already has in surplus but you have no idea that they have them in surplus and they have no idea that you need them. And so what tends to happen is that people are double buying and over buying all the time. Um, so our, our real chief case to those big types of clients is to kind of help with internal reutilization of things that have already been procured. But then secondarily, they can say, hey, we no longer need this stuff. So we want to be able to sell it to universities, startups, small businesses, charter schools, and they can do that up through our platform. Got it. Okay. So average customer pays about 10 grand a month for access to this. Yep. Okay. And then, and then when did you launch the company? What year? So we, we, we founded the company in June of 2015, um, worked nights and weekends on it for about a year and a half. The hustle, baby. The hustle grind. I was a full-time consultant and my tech team was a full-time tech team at another company. And then um, we launched full-time November 1 of 2016. That's great. And how many customers have you scaled to today? So we started selling, we did a year-long pilot in 2017, so we weren't selling. We started selling January of this year, and we've been able to get 14 clients today. That's, that's great. I mean, are they all paying that 10 grand a month? 
not all, so some of them are universities. So we charge universities about $1,200 a month. Okay. Um, so uh, depending on where you are as a university or a corporation, um, that's, that's what they pay. But yeah, so all, of, all, all but two of our clients are paying. Okay. Uh, which is which is pretty good for a first year SaaS company. No, it's great. I mean, I if think. I if I assume that they're all universities paying just twelve hundred bucks a month times the fourteen, I mean that puts you at what like sixteen, seventeen grand a month in revenue, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, exactly. Is that about where exactly. you're at right now, or are you higher? It is. It, it's a, a little. It's about that actually. About okay. fifteen five. And and going back yeah. a year, nothing, right? Nothing. Like we didn't even have a we didn't even have a product that we could sell a year ago. We were just testing it. Because there's a lot of, even once you get the technology right from kind of a uh, user experience perspective, there's a lot of under the sheets regulatory things that we have to make sure that our users don't fall into. For instance, like posting psychotropic drugs or, you know, trying to ship chemicals, you know, things like that. We didn't want our users to accidentally do this, all the same things you might do on an eBay, but with lab stuff, because that can kind of get very dangerous very quickly. So we had to kind of figure all that out and it's kind of cool to see this kind of thing blossom. From and this Gary, idea. how did you get the first, you know, 10 customers? Were these people you pulled over who you already were kind of consulting for? No. So that's a good question. So the, the first handful of customers that we got, uh, so one of them, so I am an adjunct faculty member at Northwestern. So we were able to do a pilot there in 2017. The pilot was then, um, we got a spotlight in a journal called Nature which is a world-leading peer-reviewed journal. And so from a credibility perspective, you can't get more credible than nature. And so doing that, um, we got a lot of inbound customers that were super interested in what we were doing from that publication. But then uh, we've really been just growing from our client base. So our initial clients referred us to peers um, because obviously the system works right as a network effect, right? So if I'm at Northwestern, and it's to my benefit that I have someone like you, Chicago, on the platform as well, because we can trade and get and share things to, to, together. So we've actually grown. I think we like Northwestern referred us to Emory. When we closed Emory, they referred us to UAB. And, you know, we've, we've, we submitted a contract to UAB after one conversation. So we tried to kind of fight the traditional hard to sell market with sometimes universities are thought of by really doing our job with our initial clients and having them refer us to the people that they would and want Gary, to kind of be in we? business with. What's the team look like today? So we have four, we have five, uh, five team members. So three are co-founders. Um, two are the tech tech guys. So they were working at Guarantee Rate here in Chicago before Replay. Everyone's in um, Chicago? One, everyone's in Chicago. Chicago's home. Um, and, uh, and then the, the fourth person is a, Really good friend of mine, college roommates, the director of marketing. Um, and then we have Pete, who's an associate, just graduated from UC Boulder. That's great. Okay, so five people, all Chicago. And have you bootstrapped the company or raised? So we've raised, we've done both. Um, so we've raised to date about $540,000 in convertible notes. Okay. And we are right now in the middle of a pretty substantial seed round raise. Um, so we're hopefully trying to close that by beginning of 2019. How much are you hoping to raise? About 1.5 million. Okay, and can I ask kind of what valuation you're targeting? I'm sure this will change as you negotiate, but generally what are you aiming for? 
generally, given where we are in our market, we're thinking somewhere around six million pre-money would make sense. Yeah, yeah. So what you'll sell, what is that, like seven to twelve percent of the company, something like that? Yep. About about twelve. Yep. Exactly. That that's great. Um, and do you have a lead investor yet or you're still hunting? That's uh if I check my email now, the answer <laughs> might be different. So that's what we're hoping to get this week, actually. Let me so ask you a question. really in the middle of it. You did convertible debt already. I mean, would you ever consider, just so that you don't have to take dilution, would you ever consider venture debt to keep fueling the growth? Yeah. So we, we have a good friend um, here who's kind of briefed me all on venture debt. So we are considering doing it right after, actually, this fundraise. So the way that I understand some of those instruments... They kind of come right after you do a fundraise. Well, not all um, of them. I'm, I imagine the guy you're probably talking to, um, he probably or she probably only does it after VC raise. But there's a lot of venture debt firms maybe. actually that will put money in. Um, as long as you're north of 15 grand a month in revenue, they'll put money in even pre-VC. Very interesting. No, I didn't actually know that. Yeah, and yeah, actually, yeah. you're right. The guy who we've been speaking to is a is a traditional banker uh, and... Uh, but no, that's that's very interesting. We can chat. We'll chat more about that later. But um, where will you spend the money? Oh, so really two buckets. The first bucket is hiring more salespeople. Um, quite frankly, I'm the the chief seller, the chief operator, chief fundraiser. And then the second bucket is um, we acquire a lot of our customers at professional conferences and events. So we want to have a heavy uh, presence at the conferences that our customers go to. Yeah, that's great. Any churn so far? Or no one's canceled. No, we have a very sticky business. Um, if you can imagine putting assets and having a system up and going that where you're getting value, it's very hard to just go back to your spreadsheet um, or to your sticky notes. I mean, we've had customers, I won't even say their names because we love our customers, but we've had customers tracking multiple millions of dollars with surplus assets through the way you would make a grocery list. Um, so it's kind of interesting. <laughs> uh, some of them being some of the biggest tech companies in the world. So it's very interesting. That is crazy. Uh, yeah, but don't don't share those names. They probably won't be happy. Uh, <laughs> let, let's let's wrap up here, Gary, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, uh, the the uh, the hard things about hard things. Yep. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, um, so many. Um, I'll say Elon. Number uh, three. What, Love you, Elon. Yeah, yeah. What billing system do you guys use? Uh, for our customers? Yeah. QuickBooks. Number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Less than four. Gary, that's not healthy. I know. I do nap. Naps are good. How, how long do you nap? About, a, about an hour and a half at a time. Okay, wait, like in the middle of the day? Yeah, well, like after after six ish, and then I go work out, eat, and then go to sleep for four hours, and wake up and work again. I see. Interesting. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Single, and I have a great dog named Sasha. Okay, not married, dog, no kids. And how old are you? I am thirty four. Thirty four. Last question: What do you wish your twenty year old self knew? Oh, um. Hmm. Oh man, that's a great question. Well, okay, between uh, yourself, I would say get in the business faster. 
Yep. Guys, start a business faster. Here from, uh, again, Gary went to consulting and then said, you know what? I'm going to do this thing myself. I'm going to launch Reaply, helps companies, uh, helps school systems, anyone with assets, helps them manage it and trade easier, basically make more money on these, be more efficient. They launched, uh, again, 2015, now 14 customers doing about 16 grand a month in revenue, five team members in Chicago, 540 grand raise, hoping to raise another 1.5 million on a maybe six pre sell, call it 12% of the company. Too early to talk about metrics like churn, CAC, revenue, and, uh, and things like that. But again, healthy growth right out of the bat. Gary, thanks so much for taking us to the top. Thank you for having me.